Hey, faith family. Welcome to the Beyond Sunday podcast at Calvary Bible, where we go beyond the Sunday sermon to explore some rabbit holes and to bring some biblical truths to the surface. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Calvary Bible Church, welcome back to another episode of Beyond Sunday with Pastor Randy and me, the Pastor funny John. guy. Yeah, you Pastor John. Guy. Yeah. You ready? I've got a joke for you. You do? Yeah. Uh, what type of bee drops things? What type of bee drops things? If you can't tell, this is one of Maddie's jokes. A fumblebee. Bam! Did Whoa! I get it? Yes, you did. No way. Oh, uh, absolutely. You and nailed it. Is that Maddie's? Yeah. All right. You gotta wow. tell her. You gotta tell her I, I got it. She's trying to make you laugh. <laughs> That's her goal. <laughs> I said, no, nah, it doesn't have, he doesn't laugh. He he smiles occasionally. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um hey, good job. Maddie. You might not be the world's worst at jokes. I am the world's worst at, at jokes. At telling especially jokes? Especially telling them, remembering, remembering them, them, telling them. So if I ask you this next week, we'll see if he remembers. Mm-hmm. That'll be the, that's the plan. Tell him the same joke next week. Good job. Thank you. Proud of you. I thank will. You. I will thank let you. Maddie thank know. Let her know. Yeah, I will. It's a big deal. It is. It's, it is a big our deal. kids. Yep. All right. So um, on a somewhat lighthearted note, but it has to do with the sermon. I'm pretty sure you made up a word on Sunday. Did I? <laughs> You're nodding your head. Oh. Uh, now, I think Bible nerds know that it's a word. It's like a word in their dictionary. But I checked like... A real dictionary? Webster. Like yeah. Oxford or something. Here's the word. Inscripturated. Yes. So use it. Yes. Here's, uh, here's some definitions I found. I wanted to, you to tell me which one mm-hmm. you implied. Sure. Uh, meaning the Bible comes from the very lips of God. Wrong. A fancy way of saying transcribed or written down. That didn't sound mm, like it to not me. Not quite. No. Almost. Uh, put or made into scripture, yes. recorded, yes. written, or included in scripture. That so one. because it's written down, mm-hmm. it is in the it Bible. Is it is the scripture. Word of God. It's in scripture. Yeah. Okay. That's how the context led me to think. But for all of, uh, you know... Us subpar Bible nerds, just want to make sure we were all clear and on the same page. That's the problem for me <laughs> reading all the time. I'm always reading stuff and they use these big words and sometimes they just come out. I don't have any other opportunity to use them. So they just come out. You could use them on the podcast. I'll just ask you right no. here. What did you just say? What was that word? Inscripturated. Mm-hmm. Well, now here we go. Randy's mm-hmm. official dictionary. Add it. It's a word. The Calvary Bible Dictionary. Yeah. In, I forget where I got that last definition, but it was like a looked like a pretty pretty scholarly one. <laughs> so Wikipedia. Anyway, all right. Question number one from the podcast, um, or for the podcast. So we had fifteen ish, right? Mm-hmm. We counted fifteen mm-hmm. requests. Mm-hmm. In verse four, the request is gladden the soul mm-hmm. of your servant. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, in a kind way, take jabs at the you know type of church that yeah, we, are we are and yeah. have been, and, and we're changing. Are. But you know, change we don't change quickly. Um, so gladden the soul of your servant. The question is: Is there a difference between circumstantial happiness and soul happiness? So that word is in that verse. Gladden the soul of your servant, and you've. You've mm-hmm. said many times when we see that word blessed, 
another good way to think of that word mm-hmm. is happy. Um, oh, oh, the happiness. The happiness is of, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's not the same word blessed, but it has, it's in that same, mm-hmm. it's in the same camp. Um, gladden the soul of your servant. So I think a fundamentalist, capital or lowercase mm-hmm. f, says, glad, like, I don't know how you exactly said it, but, you know, you you even said, I've never asked the Lord to make me happy. And so as a prayer request, yeah. when I'm when I'm facing a difficulty, especially in this context uh, where David in Psalm 86, you know he's in trouble again mm-hmm. because you know he, he I need you to hear me. I'm in trouble. I'm poor and needy. Preserve yeah. my life. I mean he's in he's in trouble. So mm-hmm. in my life, I can't remember a time when when I'm struggling through some phase of life. And I've actually said to God in a prayer at that time, would you please give me happiness or joy? And I forget what some of the, a couple of the English translations are doing there, but mm-hmm. it would use one of those two words, either joy or happiness. Yeah. Yeah. So, so let me get back to the question, if that's okay. Soul, yeah. So when, whenever you're reading in the Old Testament soul, you are, you're, you're talking about your whole life, the person's entire life. Uh, and I think I can just uh, check really quickly. I think, but if it's nephesh, which it is, so I just wanted to make sure because sometimes yeah. it's not always the same. Mm-hmm. So if it's nephesh, then you're dealing with you know this is the person's entire life or what we their might call being. life force, their whole being, something like that. Is that the note you see? No, no my computer's not working. Ah, okay, so. so I I appreciate the question. Um, uh, oftentimes that question uh, is trying to distinguish between, you know, maybe happiness and true joy. Happiness mm-hmm. is happy. Uh, what is it like happiness connected to happenings, mm-hmm. but joy is regardless of happenings. Yeah. I, I don't like that distinction very much. It, it doesn't hold water biblically. Mm-hmm. Um, so what you don't have, you, you don't have, I mean, just... Let me ask you, for instance, and you. I'm only dealing with two of you right now. I'll I guess. answer for them. So let me. Uh, um, c- can you think of a time in your life when you've been sad, but joyful, at the same time as an emotion? As an emotion. As an emotion. So if you just think about that, it sounds like an oxymoron. That's like why an I don't. That's why I don't prefer that. You know, happiness is happenings. Joy is apart from happenings. So I understand the, the mindset of it, but let me get back to that, that question. I think the yeah. question was, is, is gladness of the soul different from happiness due to circumstances? Mm-hmm. And I'm going, to say a, I'm going to say a quick no to that, that they are, that they are the same. What, I, what, the, what this psalmist is saying is, in spite of my circumstances, now give me happiness. Make me glad. Give me joy. Mm-hmm. And you'll see that in this context, it's only because of who God is in our relationship to him. It has really nothing to do. I mean, to say it has nothing to do with the circumstances is wrong because the whole context is circumstances are bad and the request is for happiness. Mm-hmm. So I have, to, I have to believe that now God can answer that because of what I know about him. My circumstances, this is typical in the Psalms, by the way. Remember when you read the Psalms, Oftentimes, there's worship taking place, and there's been no change of circumstances. 
So the right. emotion here is joyful, even though I'm very sad uh, because of circumstances. Circumstances make me sad, but at this moment I'm experiencing joy. Let me give you one, I think with Please. an example that would help Please. by the look on your face, right? <laughs> so uh, think about if you've ever been to a funeral, if you've ever been to a memorial service where you know it's just a sad, it's the saddest of times in life, especially if, if, uh, if someone died that was close to you, which mm -hmm. you've experienced. Yeah. And I have too, not quite in the same way as you. But you know that sometimes in these memorial service, while you're singing the songs that were selected, mm -hmm. there's actually times of joy uh, in, in a lot of pain. So you can't experience them both at the same time. You can. Can't. Cannot. In other words, I can't experience the joy while I'm singing and be sad at the same time. In the midst of the sadness, there is a, a, a moment of joy that comes mm -hmm. from a different reality. It Now my focus is off the death, and now it's on to, I would say, the eternal life that God gives, the comfort that God gives. That might be my, my best way to illustrate what, what, what could be happening in a text like this. Okay. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, that, that does help a little bit. So I'll take a little bit. Um, is there a difference between circumstantial happiness and soul happiness? Um, you're shaking your head. No, I think Not the way I'm reading that question is sometimes I think people feel like, God, make, make me happy. And that means that everything is yeah. like, I'm, <coughs> things are going well, circumstantially yeah. because things are going well, I'm happy. And what I think is clear is mm -hmm. that David is in poor circumstances, not enviable, mm -hmm. but despite that, he's asking God to make him happy, mm -hmm. glad. Yeah. So you can have a soul happiness despite your circumstances. Mm -hmm. And yes, but is it different than the happiness you get from, let's say, Thursday morning when this weather finally changes? We got a few yeah. rainy, cold Rain. days today, yeah. tomorrow. Tomorrow's supposed to be, I think, about the same. And then finally, it starts to shift. On Thursday. Uh, yes, that makes me happy. Happy circumstances. You'll smile. You'll feel good. This soul gladness is the same. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. So, But it's not a – it's not – okay, help me. Not help me. I think it's clicking. Yeah. The happiness is not because of my circumstances, right. earthly speaking, right. but because of a reality that despite my – the world mm -hmm. crumbling around me, mm -hmm. there's a spiritual reality that can bring joy mm -hmm. and a smile to my face. It yeah, really does I, actually make me happy yeah. despite the yeah. bad things. And if the person making the comment or the question – if they said, well, the one is deeper than the other, I might, I might stop for a moment and say deeper because... It has a more lasting, there's a deeper reality to it. Yes, deeper because it is independent of the circumstances. So to get to your uh, weather, because, to get to your weather example... Yeah. Um, a sunny day can make us happy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it can just brighten people's Very, moods. Yeah, it's glad. Makes um, you glad. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but on a rainy day, I can still be have a sense of joy and happiness mm -hmm. 
despite the rainy yeah. days and cloudy, not yeah. seeing the sun. That's because you have other blessings, to, you know, to enjoy that day. So I would, you know, whoever this person is, I would give them that, that maybe there's a depth to it uh, of the gladness of the soul because it's relying on the reality of God and his blessings apart from uh, circumstance. That could be true. But mm -hmm. as far as the emotion itself, which is why I put it in that, in that term at the very beginning, mm -hmm. I would say that the emotion is the same. We're talking about a person who's enjoying life. Mm -hmm. Yep. Good. And even to get back to that word soul, nefesh, the Hebrew word, yeah. our whole being, yep. um, that is, it's more than just the sun shines hitting my face and that yeah. can make me happy. But the soul is my whole being. It's, yeah. it's my innermost being. That is really mm -hmm. where the the wellspring of joy. How's that? That's really good. That's poetic. Uh, but my inner soul is really happy mm -hmm. because of what God has done and who mm -hmm. he is. And yeah. Did you make wellspring up? Was that a word? I think that's in the Bible somewhere. Okay. All right. If my computer was working, I would you check. You would know. You could I would check. check. Yeah. Um, good. Um, yeah. And I think, I mean, we see it throughout the Bible, characters like this. And Paul comes to mind. I mean, what that guy went through, but yet he's able to say, I'm, I'm content in all circumstances or... Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Just be thankful. Yeah. Always. One of the great things about these Psalms, and this is this is where they have helped me in my prayer life. So I've never said this to God. Mm -hmm. But think about what happens to you when you do say it to God. You you are having enough self uh, introspection, self-inspection to know that you need to be happy again. It's it's an admission to God, it's asking him for gladness is, is um, asking him to, to make you glad or, or give you joy or make you happy is an admission of, I, I'm not that right now. And there's no reason for that. Mm -hmm. Or you could flip that and say, there's good reason for it, but that shouldn't keep me there. Yeah. So, so there, there really is, it, there's mm -hmm. a lot of value to, to thinking about praying like this. Right. Yeah. Because it's, it's not natural to us and in our yeah. cultural context we've not learned to pray like this but the psalms hopefully are teaching us yeah and you and i know people and maybe ourselves at times where we actually wanted to stay unhappy for mm. a while think think about that in your your own faith journey have you experienced times where it felt better just to be unhappy mm -hmm. uh, it was you know it, it sounds weird but no. i think you know what i'm saying yeah yeah, that's, I know that just saying. our bro that's our brokenness. That's mm -hmm. how broken we are to think that a person would rather stay in, in their unhappy state rather than go to God and say, "God, would you hear my prayer and make me glad?" Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, stuff like that. We yeah, can do a good. lot with that. Um, so that was really the the biggest question that that came out. Good. But one other thing that I just jotted mm -hmm. down as sure. a personal note here, um, something that I've been learning in my own prayer life, and I was reading. I think it was David Pallison, a short devotional he did. And one of the things he said, and it kind of came out in this psalm, because of the way that you broke down the sketchy outline, mm -hmm. you know, the things we ask for. Yes, it was very unimpressive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but for all the all the reasons, um what I what I remember noting on Sunday was the state of myself. Like the psalm makes a case mm -hmm. for understanding yeah. who I am. You. Yeah. I am poor and needy. Mm -hmm. And then what Pallison was helping me understand and remember is that I'm asking a God who 
is those things or is capable of providing those things. So if I'm asking for mercy, I'm asking God because he actually can be merciful mm -hmm. to me. Yeah, that's a great... Um, and so, I mean, this psalm brings that out in a couple of places where it just exalts God and his power and who he is. Um, and that's the God that we're asking. And one of the things I wished I would have said on Sunday, which is why is why I've grown to like doing this, mm -hmm. is because things things are in my head and you know i listen to you sometimes they stay there you say you know you say something and i think oh you know that would or mm -hmm. somebody says you know somebody brings up a, a question or comment but you think about you think about if you believe the descriptions of god in this psalm because mm -hmm. remember uh, not only are these reasons why describing you and me but they're also describing god in the second part beginning at verse 5 so if you know God to be merciful and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness, for instance, mm -hmm. coming from verse 15, what I wish I would have said on Sunday, but I can say to you, is make sure that you are able to see yourself in that relationship with him. In other words, when you view yourself, do you see God like that for you? I mean, do you, do you really believe that he is merciful to you and he's faithful to you and he has his loyal love on you and he's slow to anger with you? Do you, do you does your sense of self-worth match those character traits? Because if, you, but if, because if you struggle with that, right, <clears throat> if you feel like that you're not worth this or not worth anything, or if you struggle with your self-esteem, for instance, you actually are struggling with the character of God and his relationship toward you. Mm -hmm. We could do the same with pride. We could flip it, which I, I said, you know, if I, I've said this before, and I don't know in what context, but if you're struggling with self-image because of whatever in your past, and that continues to plague you and follow you, remember that's inverted pride. Well, take it on the other side. Uh, someone like myself, for instance, that doesn't really struggle with self-image, but struggles with pride. Mm -hmm. Well, it's the same thing. I have I have no basis for pride when I know that God is merciful to me. The whole, right. uh, you know, and I didn't, I didn't define it in, in great terms, but remember, these Old Testament terms of mercy and grace or graciousness or this, this Hebrew word kanan, which is used over and over again, and I try to translate with kindness, those uh, those character traits, they place God in the position of he's able to do harm, but he doesn't. Hmm. He could judge, but he chooses not to. Well, if I know that he's like that toward me, I have no basis for any more for any pride. Right? Does that mm -hmm. make sense? Yeah, yeah. And so yeah, it's it the does. same with the person who's struggling with self-image. They've forgotten about the mercy of God, the love of God. Mm -hmm. That's how that's how valuable they are to Him. So, yeah. Or the person who says, he's got to be tired of me continually sinning against him. The same, no, that's a person who doesn't believe that he actually has a long fuse. Right. That, that's the Hebrew. He has a long fuse Slow before he gets angry. Yeah. Before he gets angry. Yeah. So, anyway, there's some, some ways that we could talk about our understanding of ourselves based upon our understanding of the character traits of God. Yeah. Well, that's something to just think on always mm -hmm. yeah yeah um good Is that it that's all for today folks okay. yeah no so yeah thanks again for listening uh, and for joining us here uh, questions you can email them into podcast at cbcmj.com we'll be back on sunday in psalm dan and i are wondering 87 80 whoa 
It's the next one. And it is really, all um, right. It's, it's really hard. Like, I, it's like, wow, Lord help me. Okay. There we go. See you on Sunday. Nothing we can do about it. It's there. We got to do it. Yeah. We, you could skip it like you do some of the other ones. Well, I told myself already <laughs> yesterday and this morning, I can't skip it because it's got such unique material and it's coming next. All right. Yeah. Looking forward to it. All right. Thanks. See you guys on Sunday. Thanks again for joining us on today's episode. And remember, our Sunday sermons are meant to lead us to a life of worship beyond Sunday.